Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're back with an exciting episode for you. Well, kind of exciting. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. I, I am too. I think it has. we have some good topics to cover. Yeah, and I, I think this is one that's going to be helpful for people to uh, see how it really applies to their own life. Um, so the topic that we're going to discuss is what are your three tips for sustainable health? And I think with every client that we see, it's... They want to either lose weight, they want to make a change in their health, but they don't want it to just be temporary. They mm-hmm. want to see long-term success in that health journey. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about how to see sustainable progress in terms of weight loss and overall health that you can actually stick to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I've come up with three and you have three. So why don't you start with your first one? My first one is to plan your meals around your protein consumption because protein is the most satiating macronutrient, as we know. So by choosing protein first for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or even your snacks, you're at least getting that in. Yeah, I love that. And uh, I think that's easy for people to have a goal with every meal. Um, instead of trying to, um, trying to just figure out what am I supposed to eat today? This gives them that little bit of guidance to understand like, okay, if I'm prioritizing my meals around protein as the main element, and then maybe your carbs and fats are just the side items into that main element of protein. I really like that. And I think it's one of those things that it goes into, you get the most bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. because as I said before, it's the most satiating macronutrient. So it's going to help you stay fuller for longer, but protein is also going to help with muscle building. So you can get the most results that way. And some people can actually see some transformation in their body just by increasing their protein intake. Yeah, I I definitely think so. Because usually when you're increasing your protein, you're decreasing something Mm -hmm. else. If as long as the calories are going to remain the same. So if we maybe have too high of a carb count for the day or fat count for the day, but we're not getting enough protein, you're not getting that muscle development. When you get the muscle development, you probably are increasing the amount of calories you burn each day. So yeah, there's a lot of wins by just focusing on protein as the main element in your meal. Yeah. So uh, how about yours? What's your first tip? My first tip is keep your nutrition simple and easy. Um, I think through the years, I've seen numerous studies about meal timing, about what food you should be eating, what food you shouldn't be eating. And when you look at the big picture, it really comes down to calories, getting enough protein, and really focusing on minimally processed foods. And when you just look at that, those three things, it's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And so as long as that simplicity is the main element in your approach to health and nutrition, you're probably going to be really successful. And when the new study comes out that's going to make us rethink everything, 
as long as it's still seen through the lens of simplicity of, well, I know I need to eat a certain amount of calories. I know I need to have a certain amount of protein and minimally processed foods are probably the best way to achieve that. That keeps it simple and keeps the stress low as it relates to your health and nutrition. So I like that. It sounds like you're saying to put blockers on, shut down all the noise. So it doesn't matter what your friend is doing. It doesn't matter what you're seeing on social media, what the influencer is doing, what the billboard is advertising, um, what you're seeing pop up on your feed about this next new thing, because you know that you're going to continue on with the simple things that you've chosen to follow through with, which is just eating minimally processed foods or whatever it is that you've chosen. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe you do see an influencer that has seen some, some positive results from something that they've tried. As long as you're seeing it through the lens of, is it, is it deviating from the simplicity that I know is true? Then maybe it's not for me. Um, so yeah, it's in some ways you do need to have some blinders, but as long as you're rooted in the simplicity of nutrition, you're probably going in the right direction. Yeah. And then the other aspect of that is is to keep it easy. If you're a person who doesn't like to cook a lot, then don't try to force yourself to be this gourmet cook who's going to cook a bunch of stuff. Like I meal prep mm. a lot because I'm not a fan of just being in the kitchen all the time. There's nothing wrong with ordering some pre-made meals. That's really handy. Yeah. So... <laughs> If you keep it simple and we keep it easy, that is going to raise the probability that I'm going to be successful with my nutrition. And that rolls into my next tip, which is to choose one habit and dial it in, make it a part of your lifestyle before adding another aspect in to start changing. Because a lot of people tend to have this all or nothing mindset where they just want to go all in, overhaul their entire life, which goes into a lot what you were just saying. But when you do that, often you just end up crashing and burning out. So if you just choose something simple, stick to it, make it a part of your life, make it a part of your habit, your routine, and then add something else to your life. We're playing the long game here. This isn't this isn't a quick fix. We want results that last. In order to have results that last, we need to have a strategy in place that allows for that. Yeah. It, it, I always think of like the New Year's resolutions when people have four to five New Year's, New Year's resolutions. They try to overhaul their life. And if they took a this approach that you're talking about, they'd probably see the change that they want to see, but it's not so dramatic. Mm -hmm. And just to think that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be a different person is probably unlikely. So taking a small change and focusing on one thing at a time, taking smaller steps, you're just reinforcing the habits that's going to re result in the long-term success you're looking for. Yeah. And some examples are just to give you an idea of what this could actually look like in real life is take the protein one, for example. You come up with your target for your day and you try to dial in that protein. You try to hit that number every single day and it's going to take you time maybe to get up to that number. That's why you don't try to do anything else until you're hitting that number consistently. And then you don't even have to think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Once you reach that point, that's when you add another habit in. And maybe that habit is going to the gym an extra day that week or adding an extra exercise to your workout plan. And you don't add anything else until that is a part of your life. And that way it snowballs into this 
big change down the line. Yeah. I, I, I look back at um, when I'm frustrated with work or trying to build this business, it's because I'm trying to juggle too many things. And what always brings me back is, well, let's create a list and I'm going to attack that list one at a time. Yeah. And that's essentially what you're doing with your nutrition is you're, you're trying to juggle too much. And we know we're really only good at ha- handling one thing at a time. So let's take that same approach with the nutrition. Yeah. Don't move on to the next thing until you've crossed off the first. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so mine is uh, somewhat tied into to all this in that find a workout, but a workout that you actually like to do. Um, and again, simple and easy. So if you're a runner, run. If you like doing CrossFit, do CrossFit. Um, over time, you will probably have to adjust your workout styles. But if you're trying to force yourself to um, be a person who who likes strength training, but you're trying to force yourself into being a runner, it's going to be miserable and you're not going to like it. And what's going to end up happening is you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So try to find a workout that's fun for you that you enjoy. There's many ways to exercise. We personally love just going to the gym, grab a barbell, doing some strength training, maybe doing some walking. That's really the mixture that we like for us. But trying to find what brings you joy and excitement that you're going to come back to, I think is the most sustainable way to keep exercise a part of your life. Because the important thing is, is that you keep showing up for it time and time again. Mm -hmm. So like you said, if you force yourself to do something you don't enjoy doing initially, you're not going to keep doing it. So it's not sustainable in the long run. So I think that's really important to, to find something that you enjoy Mm -hmm. out of the gate. And then as time goes on, you may need to make some adjustments in order to continue to see results, but that's just the key to getting your foot in the door and seeing sustainable long-term results. Yeah. And I think one of the most ways we see sustainable progress is in the results. We see a little bit of results and you're going to get the best bang for your buck in terms of results in those, that first two Mm -hmm. to three months. And so if you're trying to find an exercise program, especially starting out, just go for one that's going to have you showing up. I don't care if it's like dance, like go do it. We, we drive by this What's the, it's like a yarn or something that's hung from the ceiling. Oh, the aerial. Aerial stuff. <laughs> it's probably not yarn, ribbon or blanket. I hope it's not yarn. I don't yeah. trust that to hold me up. <laughs> <You're so right. laughs> um, but I look at it, I was like, who would ever want to do that? But there are people there and they probably love it and they're gritty. Oh, they do. They're, I had a friend do it. They're probably she getting loved a great it. workout. And that's, that's a workout that's going to be just as good as my workout because they're just showing up. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about, really, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, it's about just showing up. Yeah. All right. So what's your number three? Real quick, if you haven't already downloaded our macros and metabolism makeover guide, you're going to want to do that as soon as possible. It's a great resource to learn how to safely and sustainably lose fat and manage your weight on your own without any crazy detoxes or calorie restrictions. Visit our website at prettyhealthyfamily.com or check out the show notes to download it. Okay, back to the episode. My number three is having a plan. Having a plan to go into your new health strategy, your new weight loss strategy, as well as coming out of it. 
because without a plan, you're just kind of like a fish out of water. There's not really any direction for you. So it's really helpful to have some sort of strategy in place before you embark on this journey. And that strategy may be, okay, these are the first five things that I want to change and, and then crossing each one off and moving on from there. But you need to have some sort of plan in place in order to continue to see results. Yeah, I really like that. And you brought up earlier about um, kind of having blinders on when you're thinking about a simple, easy approach to nutrition, because you will see influencers making up crazy exercises or crazy nutrition like meals or something that this is going to be the next hack to get you to where you want to go. But with a plan, that's your guiding light. And that's what's going to see the success that you want to see long term in that sustainable sustainable approach that we want you to have. Mm-hmm. And so I really like the fact that bringing in a plan is what's going to be sustainable. Um, so when you think of like strength plans, they go through strength cycles. Even with bulking and cutting, you go through bulking and cutting cycles. It's looking at the long-term approach, but there's a plan in place to get to those long-term approach. Yeah, absolutely. And it could be as simple as writing down a list of the things that you're going to do in what order you're going to do them. Or it could be as simple as working with a coach like one of us or someone who does something similar, who creates a plan for you and helps walk you through that plan and provides guidance and support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I agree that a coach is really a huge asset when it comes to the plan, because like with any plan, you're going to need some adjustments along mm-hmm. the way. And really the adjustments that I find are the most critical are seeing what works and what doesn't work. So when we think about a nutrition plan, if we say at the beginning, every meal or most of your meals should be at home. And then they realize I hate cooking. A great coach can say, great, I have all these alternatives for you to try instead of you beating your head against the wall. So that's really where a coach can can come. They just have more tools in their toolbox to help you be successful. Um, And then really stick to that long-term plan. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. Mine is a little bit off of nutrition and fitness. And what I think is going to be a key to all of this is go to bed. (laughs) and value rest sleep and just sleep in the amount of times I just see other high performing athletes or nutrition coaches say what was the most profound change in their health and nutrition and what allowed me to be successful with my exercise or nutrition was when I went to bed and got seven to nine hours of sleep Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like a great plan is only as successful as your energy and stress management routine. And if you're only getting six, five hours of sleep, you're not giving yourself a fighting chance to be successful in that plan. Yeah. And that's one of those things, much like protein, that just by tweaking this one little thing, you can actually start to feel better and start to experience results a lot faster. So get your sleep. (laughs) Yeah, it's you're already doing it. Just do more of it and (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're just going to see even more success. And I feel like when you look back at the previous year, the previous four to five years, you're going to be more proud of what you were accomplishing in those early waking days 
then you will be thinking about, oh, from the hours of 9 to 11 at night, I scrolled social media every <laughs> night, or I watched the latest Netflix episode. Very true. I'm not going to look at that and be like, I'm glad I watched those episodes. I'm glad I scrolled. But I will say, I'm glad I was dedicated to my nutrition and my exercise because look at all the things I can do now. And I think some easy ways to get some extra sleep are maybe just go to sleep one hour earlier Mm -hmm. to start. It doesn't have to be some big, huge monumental change again, or it could be getting a nap for all your, all you mamas out there. I know I struggle to sleep well at night uh, and to get the sleep that I need. So I often find myself sleeping with my son. Mm -hmm. So if you have an opportunity to take a nap, that is a great way to kind of make up for your sleep in a way, even though you can't really make up for it, but to get the most out of it that you possibly can given your situation. Yeah. And I think another thing that kind of goes into that because the nap still won't be as successful as get, getting the straight eight of uh, straight eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. is honoring that circadian rhythm and being outside at least uh, at one or two points during the day, mm-hmm. seeing the sun like on your face and feeling that on your face really helps set your body up to sleep better at night. Yes. Yes. It helps with that melatonin production. Yeah. And which is great. And then as you're going into the later hours of the night, turn the TV off, start reading a physical book and it it could be a book on your Kindle or, or whatever electronic device. But what I bet you you'll find is you're starting to get drowsy your body's starting to understand that it's slowing down. And you, whenever I start reading a book after about 7.30 or 8, my eyelids start getting pretty heavy. <laughs> and it's just because my body's, it feels Ready. that I've pushed myself during my exercise. I've pushed myself at work. I ate well today. And now's my time to rest to be able to do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a good one. All right. So those are the three things we feel both personally, that will help you have sustainable health over the long term. And even if you're new to health, this is something that I feel like would benefit you. And if you're new to health or want to make some changes with your health, feel free to reach out to us at prettyhealthycoaching.com. Any last words? Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Stay pretty healthy. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com. Mm-hmm.